John, what are you doing? I'm working. We're doing a podcast, mate. Hey, that's doing... all right. Keep going. I'll be right. All right. Podcast coming up. Seriously, what are you doing? I've got a deadline. I've got a deadline. The need editor get, needs it. We need focus, mate. We need yeah. focus. You're on the podcast now. Oh. Editor for what? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, I can't tell you. It's, it's secret hockey business. Oh, okay. Uh, greetings. Welcome. The Global Hockey Podcast called The Reverse Stick is what you are now listening to. I'm John Lee and you are... At the gym or in the car. <laughs> We're talking hockey wherever you are. I'm Matt Allen, welcome to episode 160 of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Is that what you reckon we should do it? Well, I just, I think, I think it's an upgrade on last week's effort. Um, did get comments from a few people, um, the bars I was spitting, uh, um, were terrible. So, uh, what do you reckon? At the gym, or in the car, we're talking hockey, wherever you are, wherever you are, we'll, we'll work on it. I think we're gonna need to. Yeah. How's your hockey week, mate? Uh, oh, got absolutely smashed, as predicted in last week's show. Did last you? week's game, yeah, 7-0 seven, seven down. Oh, really? Um, could have been 8, and we'll talk about that in Idiots Talking Umpiring a little bit later on in the oh, show. We'll also be Idiots Doing Umpiring, I believe. Uh, yeah, that, that'll come up later yeah. as well. We never, we, that's another thing we don't do. We don't, we don't, unless it's a, there's a guest coming on, we rarely give people a bit of a, a lead into the show. What's coming up? Well, of course, what's coming up in this week's show on the reverse stick, John, is Matt's Mystery File. Dear John's back for another go. Uh, we've got news. We've got views. And? Other stuff. Other stuff. Um, how'd you go last weekend? Oh, brilliantly. <laughs> it, it was, it was one of the blue ribbon days of, uh, of hockey, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Glo- uh, global hockey. Glo- I, I think the hockey world is a better place after last Saturday. Okay. Enlighten me and the listener. Well, I think one of the truly most dazzling skulls that ever scored. It's got the skulls. What's a skull? Scored. <laughs> it, was, it was scored. It was, it was witnessed on Saturday. Uh-huh. Any um, video evidence? Was it, was it being live streamed? No, but oh, um, Andy Smythe did fill you in. He told you all about the magnificent glory that was someone else missing a ball and it just coming off my stick and going into the goal. Oh, a deflection then. Yeah, you can yeah. call or, it a deflection. Or, or a mistrap. Um, a mistrap deflection. But it was a goal. It, goal, no, was, a goal. it was It was actually the hit it and it was a good goal. Just flex, you know, standing outside the post, but you know. Interesting. Interesting that I you, scored a goal, mate, what, on my season average. <laughs> Woohoo! But it's interesting that you choose that moment out of the game and you haven't told anybody the score in the game. Is it is it about you, John, or is it about the team? Hey. Well, it was a decisive third goal in a five nil oh, romp. Okay. Um so, and congrats. Just, that's the one that broke him, though. That's the decisive one. And cr- congrats know. to Russ for getting the, the two beforehand. He's, uh, probably hasn't scored a goal in 10 or 15 years. No, two within the space of minutes. Beautiful. So, Love that, don't you? Anyway, that. that was our hockey week. Good. Hope you enjoyed yours. <whistles> well, there is some hockey getting back underway pretty soon, isn't there? Some domestic hockey in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we saw Cohen Van Boom. Yeah, no, there's, there's friendly games have started. I th- um, I'm not sure if anybody's officially underway yet. It's all happening in the next couple of weeks. Um, just a very quick uh, update on the, the matters 
before the sports courts in Ireland. There's some um, more news has come out detailed on the hook of Stephen Finlater, who was on a couple of weeks ago. Latest twist of the uh, your, uh, Ernst Young Hockey League 2 saga, men's competition to be increased to 11 teams with one more invitation each for Munster, Leinster and Ulster from last season. Hockey Ireland has left the final decision on who the three new clubs will be in the hands of the provinces, but with a caveat, additional teams are, set, are to be selected on a merit basis as outlined in the Hockey Ireland competition rules. Um, and of course, some people are unhappy with that. <laughs> and some people are happy with it. Um, that can, that, you know, continues on the story there, doesn't it? Um, just on returning to hockey, we saw, uh, our good friend and, and Patreon subscriber Tansy back on the, on the yes. field training, uh, last week in some nice black and white training gear. Um, fabulous look it is. Good to see them there. Now, um, there has been an article come up on the hockey paper this week with regard to return to play in England. Uh, this is from Richard Bright. Hockey guidance sees green card for spitting players to clean up area. Players will be handed a two-minute suspension for spitting or nose-blowing without a handkerchief or tissue under new guidance for the 2021 English <laughs> hockey season, with offenders left to clean up the affected area before play can continue. <laughs> and look, that's that, that's going to go down well. That's why pockets are important in hockey shorts, John. England Hockey said that spitting or nose-blowing poses a significant risk and must stop in our sport, as it bids to stamp out the risk to other players following the pandemic. The national governing body added that repeat offenders will be subject to personal penalties under the FIH rules, while consistent offenders will be subject to due process under the England Hockey Code of Ethics and Behaviour, Red Card, MMO and or disrepute policies. Are you a spitter? Um... Occasionally, but I try to do it off the field. Might be a bit of a build-up. Yeah, I'm just not a spitter. Yeah, I've just okay, never... yeah, not. It's not not a constant thing, but yeah. How, what, do you th- what do you think of it? Spitting? <laughs> no, no, but seriously, because you see a lot of people on sports fields do it, not just in our game. Yeah, it's not. It's not really necessary. I think if you're going to do it, particularly on on turf hockey fields, go off to the side, do it in the um, in the gutter Gunner. on the side. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's inter- the, the interesting part of that. I've got nothing against it, don't get me wrong. But the clean-up part's going to be... Imagine you waiting for some bloke to clean up his goober. <laughs> like, right, it's not you, you, you over there, that well. is disgusting. Come over here right clean now up. and clean that up. <laughs> and, and it is something, uh, let's get right, really sexist here. Women don't do it, do they? Well, I, I can't recall seeing women spit. It seems to be a so, man thing. Certain clubs. Uh, in advi- <laughs> it continues. What? It continues. In advice to umpires for the upcoming season, Which England ho- England hockey is also making officials aware of player crowding or surrounding the umpire. Due to the importance of safety in these cases, umpires are advised to follow guidelines from the FIH to avoid crowding and offending and offending players are to be uh, and offending players are to be given a two-minute green card temporary suspension. The edict reads. Bad language or shouting towards an official will also receive short shrift from umpires and players, and players will be reported to England's hockey's disrepute panel. Umpires have been reminded to use their voice and low-level management skills for safety purposes, (laughs) and and only to resort to stricter levels of management if absolutely required. Um, Did I misread that? (laughs) Umpires have been reminded to use their voice and low-level management skills for safety purposes. (laughs) They're low level, personal low level. They have personally low levels management skills, or 
Well, I wonder if they're shouting at people and uh, telling tell them to go and clean you up. You know what fixes everything spit. on a hockey field, Matt? We know this. What's that? A little bit of cheese. Yes. yes. A little bit of cheese fixes all the problems on the hockey field. Now, that's obviously some modifications there in the UK. I did also read a report from itemlive.com in the States, and this is with regard to the Massachusetts Interscholastic Athletic Association and their rules of getting back to play. Um, the MIAA COVID... Sorry, this is an article from Mike Alonghi on August the 30th. Um, the MIAA COVID-19 Task Force approved new safety modifications for field hockey last week changing the look of the sport for this year in a dramatic way. Instead of the usual 10-on-10 field of play, the task force instead approved 7-on-7 play for the fall 2020 season. There will also be no penalty corners or stick inspections this fall. The latest field hockey-specific safety modifications approved by the COVID-19 task force are number of players, 7 versus 7, must have a goalie, no penalty corners, fouls in circle will be 25-yard hits, Free hits, all players must be five yards away. No bullies. It will be alternating possession. No bullies. Oh, whatever happened to the bully, John? Well, obviously it still exists because they've just had to ban them. Yeah, hashtag bring back the bully. Four balls must be placed behind each goal and on the opposite sidelines on cones. No ball girls or boys. No pre-game stick inspection. Coach is responsible to verify that all participants have legal equipment, stick, goggles, mask. When was the last time you saw, you saw a stick inspection? Oh, yes, no, I I have seen it, but not for a long, long time. Officials shall use alternative whistles, such as electronic whistles. Air horns are permissible. Huh? Air horns are... No, 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 (laughs) don't. Oh, sorry. You you have the mooses around here no time at all if you're not careful. The requirements for mouth guards and goggles remain in place, so that's how they're tackling it there. In Massachusetts, good luck if you are getting out on the field and uh, and getting back into training. Uh, it, um, obviously, these are allowing people to get back while there's still restrictions in place by local authorities, I would say. Yeah, that yeah. would be the call. And that, oh, I, can, I can't think of why you would make it set eight aside instead of 11 But it doesn't say any modification on field size. No, and if, if I remember, there was a lot of comments saying, oh, I don't know about this, if you're going to make it seven aside, which it's actually eight aside because you've got a goalie. So it's not playing, it, it's, it's a little bit different than playing traditional seven aside where it's just seven, yes, even yeah, if you have yeah. a goalie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if that's what they've got to do to get up and running again, then that's what they've got to do. Uh, I don't like it necessarily, but we're all putting up with... Stuff we don't well, like I, no, but I also I also read from somewhere else in the states. No, it was actually Ontario that um, they 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 canned their season. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that's preferable than not playing at all, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got to put up with it, you've got to put up with it. Have you got more news? Because um, we're actually doing some newsy things for a change. Sorry. Should we be talking crap as normal? <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> you you've got something to say that. Though about one story that appeared on the FIH website, uh, the news section. Yeah, well, no, it's great to see Turned Annoyer on there. That's, yeah, it's also one, great. One of my favourites. Great to see Lauren Austin on there as well. She's called time on her international indoor career. Yeah, I think we, we might have mentioned it last week, but yeah, Oz is a, a women's coach at our club, isn't she? Yeah. Um, so good. More time to concentrate on uh, getting us back up the uh, the leagues. And I actually heard someone talking about it the other day who they'd been watching her coach 
and we're going, that coach is great. You should see all the stuff she's doing, blah, blah, blah. Is this an endo- a coaching endorsement for you coming up? No. Well, it's a coaching endorsement from this other bloke. Um, Fletch, by the way. Oh, okay. so, Fletch. You know, <laughs> so you've got, a, you've got a fan, Lauren. At least one. He likes what you're doing down there at Fremantle. Keep up the good work. I've got, I just, I'm speechless. Why? I'm speechless. The ringing endorsement. Um, what should we move on to, mate? What should we move on to? On oh, the next bit. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Um, well, we're getting near the pointy end of our season. Other people are just getting up and about. But there's a few things going on, Matt. Um, there is an interesting... Um, what do you call them? Blog? Blog not, post. Not the, yes. not the footy show. It's a blog from Ashley Morrison. He's, he's everywhere at the moment. He's on the Hockey Australia channels interviewing Colin Batch in a three-parter, isn't he? A lovely little fireside chat style mm-hmm. with, with Colin there. Anything on the rocks? Hey. Anything on the rocks? I, I, I reckon it'd be interesting watching, getting Colin and um, Ashley together. Take, take note of the attire. Um, just take, just take note of your time. Was um was Ash in chinos and blazer? Um. <laughs> all right, what's he, he, what's he writing about anyway? What's all, what's all this? What's all this rubbish? Adjusting yeah. the sails. You know how we were talking about the story that was coming out of India about the guy who's put forward a motion to have hockey India's blah blah blah. Well, yes, well, well considered around uh, Constitution Corner. Oh, was chat last, chat week? last week. That's okay. Right. Well, Ashley's uh, published a story called "Adjusting the Sales." You can find it at Not the Footy Show. Not Ashley Morrison Media dot com, uh, or just go to Facebook and Twitter and find yeah. Not the Footy Show, and that'll that'll have a link to it. Now it's a quite a long read, isn't it? It is so, quite yeah, a long yeah. read, but it, it outlines far better than us what the situation well, historically where we've come. Yeah, to some now. good backgrounding on that. Yeah. And you know. Uh, when, when I think back about our discussion last week and what we've talked about this morning, or before we did this recording, uh, you know, the courts are used in India for lots of different things apart from, you know, justice for having criminals do bad things. Yeah. Um, so it could be completely and absolutely nothing in it, but at the same time, if there is something in it, it could be really, really bad. But that's not to say there is. It's hard to know until... and the the wheels don't necessarily turn at uh, high motions in the legal world anyway. be interesting to see. Over time, we'll have to how this all plays out. But I don't think there'll be any answers to anything for a long, long time. So for, as far as the rest of what's going on is concerned, um, it will be business as normal. Teflon. Oh, well, yeah, you could say that. Potentially, we don't know yet. Don't know. Uh, so have a read of that, and that will fill you in on the situation far more than what we're probably likely to. Not the footy show. Look for it on Facebook, Twitter, and Adjusting the Sales is the uh, the name of the piece in question. There you go. I've got, a, got my bit out. That's what I've got. Excellent. Well, I think it's time for this. Bad dad jokes. Mystery. Now, I've got a couple of things on uh, Matt's mystery file this week, John. Just, uh, well, we'll just open up this just one. Before you do, back page again. Back I like the back pages. What have we got there? The uh, 1963 Art Union Special. Oh, 
A raffle. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> Let's keep that until later on. Yeah, okay, we'll come back to that raffle and we'll talk about another yeah, raffle. We will. Uh, let's have a little flick open here. What have we got, John? Now, I don't know if this might have popped up before in conversation, but um, I like it, so I'm going to read it again. Um, the Hockey Circle, July 1963, page 19. Aussies have fine fund. Robin Hodder has been appointed treasurer of the Fine Fund instituted by the Australian Touring Hockey Team, wrote NZ Hockey columnist D.E. Simons. At the end of the tour, the accumulated funds will be spent on a party before the team returns to Australia. First victim was Don McWatters, who was fined one shilling for allowing his hair to be cut too short just prior to the team <laughs> leaving Australia. But the biggest fine to date, no doubt, will be imposed on Captain Kevin Carton. When the bus left Auckland for Wangarai, 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 it returned to the Auckland Hotel only minutes later. Kevin had discovered the key to his hotel bedroom in his pocket. Leaving things behind has been classed as a major offence, so what would taking things away deserve? Like members of the most touring teams, the Australians have been allotted special duties. The reserves for the day keep the statistics of the match. Jack Ellis, the genial Queensland goalkeeper, has been appointed choir master. He is busy training his boys to render waltzing Matilda. And with Paul Deering, the New South Wales keeper, has the important job of being responsible for the team mascot, a kangaroo which is placed behind the Australian goal. That's Well, you've got to have a fine system in any team, don't you? Well, you should do, yeah. I think it's a prerequisite for any team. What, what do you find people for? Uh, yeah, late attendance, well, stupid comments, stuffing l- up on the last, field. Last to the game. Yeah. First, first, first to leave. To leave. Yeah. That, that's a fine. Um, yeah. We've got some special ones. Uh, excessive skill. Excessive skill. Yeah. Uh, that's a fine. Yeah. Uh, don't spill your drink. Mm-hmm. That's alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. And that will get you a fine. Um, but you can be fined for anything, basically. Windies should always fine for a win. Uh, we we also find as a term, everybody pays a dollar for every goal we concede. Yeah. What about sometimes there's a visitor tax? You've got someone along to come and watch the game. Brought brought the hubby oh. or the wife along for the game. There's a visitor tax. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, non-attendance of fine meetings. Oh there's yeah. A fine yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. 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 No doubt. Um, well, it goes on, doesn't it? And again, if you haven't received a fine, a non-receipt of fine, fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we we had to um, find the fine master once for leaving the fine oh, tin behind. I remember, game. I know. And then well, and then one of you bastards got hold of it and didn't tell him. You no, know, we didn't. We deli- Yeah, we didn't tell him at all. No, but didn't he then end up getting it nicked? No, no, no. no oh, that was a, canned. Yeah, that, no, no, that was another. First time oh, that was the yeah, that was a different year's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we had that fine tin and we didn't tell him. And then at the quiz night, we played a joke on him. We got the. Uh, we, we placed, we did one of those fake raffles. Oh, look under your chair and if you have the ticket. And there was no, and here's your prize. And we present this. He was the only one that, you know, we set him up for it. Here is your prize. And he got up there and he opened up this wrap box in front of everybody and it was the fine tip. Oh, dear. Yes. Well, that's good. He paid the fine too. Wasn't lost. Here's a little tip though. If you do have a fines tin and you're out in local pubs, just pop it on the bar whilst you're, whilst you're drinking. You never know what might get popped we, in there. We took the fines tin down to a local and people seriously put money in it thinking it was some sort of charity donation. But looking at you blokes, it 
No surprise, <laughs> they thought it was a charity donation. Keep going, what else have you got? Um, now, no, 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 Matt, Matt, I've got one other thing, Matt's mystery file. Yeah. Now this, um, this is from the Midlands Advertiser, um, Friday the 19th of June, 1914. Wow. Um, and that's, um, it's a, a publication from Mora in Western Australia, so small wheat belt. Country town. Country town. Um, this is under hockey. On Saturday last, on Saturday last, Mr. Marriott's team of men wearing skirts played a match with a team from the ladies' hockey club. Some of the men were weirdly garbed in complete feminine costumes, the effect being startling and bizarre. From the start, the game was fast, and what they lacked in science, several of the men endeavoured to compensate with vigour. The ladies played a much better game, holding their own very well indeed. For the men, Mr. F. Lefroy played the game as it should be played, dribbling and passing the ball cleverly. Miss Pete, who captained the ladies' team, played a good stick. The concluding scores were Mariette's team, two goals, ladies' club, one goal. A large number of spectators, oldies, preponderating, gathered, gathered to witness the game. Much amusement was created by the curious figures uh, cut by the men in their unusual garb and the frantic but unsuccessful efforts of some of them to hit the ball. What date did you say that was? That's 1914. Does it have a date in there? Yeah, uh, but it was the Saturday before Friday, the 19th of June. So the 13th of June. Yeah, 13th of June. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh it's, it's just interesting the date there because um, uh, not long afterwards, many of the men who probably played in that game would have been departing from that particular area to go off yeah. and fight in the Great War. Yeah, yeah. It's a lovely little snapshot. There we go. Mystery. That's it for another week. Matt's mystery file. Uh, what else we got? Oh, do check out the, the African Hockey Summit. If you get this release early, that's on now. Great work there. It's all being broadcast uh, via Scored with uh, Sportsway South Africa and Hockey Dreams Foundation, South Pass, and um, are all involved there. So uh seems to be some good stuff happening. Live, live, live. I'm talking of live, John. Still lots of live stream hockey happening. Yes. There's more out of WA in, here in Australia. This weekend, um, there was a nice little link from Hockey Australia on their page last week, which we reposted. Do follow uh, on Facebook and on Twitter at The Hockey Live. And, of course, hashtag live stream hockey I mean, if you're broadcasting a game even if it's a local club game use that hashtag live stream hockey we'll find it we'll repost it and, and get your game yeah. out to the world I had noticed Hockey Australia's trying to be a bit more proactive aren't they in promoting the different live streams that are around oh, well I think there was a time John they were very happy to promote their own live streams but not necessarily anything that they weren't controlling themselves there seems to be a little bit more openness happening with that now which is good to see <laughs> You're listening to the Global Hockey Podcast. We are the reverse stick. I'm going backwards today for some reason. Anyway. Hello, ho, po. Um, yeah, we just... I, I got into trouble with balls. He, he cornered me last night. He said, I haven't listened to it yet, but your mate said to me <laughs> that um, you told everybody why I, was, why I was called balls. I'm never talking to you again. I'm not speaking to you again because all you do is bloody tell everybody about everything. There you go. No, he didn't. He did. <laughs> I would have a big smile on his face while I was hanging oh, a can. No, he's, oh, no, he's pretty, pretty stern with me. 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, on the back of this 1963 hockey circle, the advert reads: The Queensland Hockey Association 1963 Art Union Special. First prize: a brand new. Holden Sedan, value £1,127. Note, there will only be 250 tickets sold. No more, no less. Don't miss out. Tickets are now available at £10 per ticket. Send for your lucky ticket to GT Messenger, Honorary Secretary, Queensland Hockey Association, Box 616J, GPO, Brisbane. The lucky winner of our 1962 hockey Holden was Kay Baldwin and W. Wilson from Marimula. No, Wollombar. Something. New South Wales. (laughs) There you go. Uh, 1963, what's 63? EJ, just before the EH. Oh, there you go. talking? For all the holding enthusiasts. So, why is that relevant, John? It's relevant because I saw a Facebook post pop up yesterday. Uh, it was a, um, a repost from our friends at Nightsticks Hockey Club. We will get Bruce on uh, one day soon. Um, and it's the post reads, Hey all, please help out a country hockey club. The Alstonville Hockey Club is a small club needing support to keep it moving in a good direction in tough times. Only five bucks a ticket, but this will help. Uh, and then some details of the lady to contact if you want to get some tickets. So I've been in touch. I've got us four tickets in the, dra- in the drawer. I've, oh, great. And I've reposted it on Facebook. So you go to our Facebook page, just search the reverse stick. And uh, if you want to get a couple of tickets to help out, then uh be a nice thing to do. They're, they're, uh, country New South Wales. So what do we win? Well, here we go, John. First prize, a one-night stay in a spa, in a spa room at the Ramada Ballina. Huh? The matter in Ballina. Yeah. Oh. One night stay in the spa room. Now, is it a single bed or a double bed? I hope it's a twin single. All right. Okay. Do you think, well, Are you going to ring them? Should have, should I give them a call? Find out what, just wondering what the quality of the room is. You, um, it's got a spa. Second, second place, a garden bed valued at 350 bucks from, uh, Metro Lismore. Third, a Bunnings voucher, 100 bucks. Oh, I could do with you that. You could do with that. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that at the moment. $100 voucher, ESP Coffee, Alstonville. Might be, might, might be no, nor do I. Might be cold, but we can give that one away. Kids' bike, just hockey voucher. You could do with the kids' um, bike. Eleventh, uh, a fifty-dollar voucher from Alstonville Florist. Oh, who would we send? Who would we send flowers to, man? Who probably, do you think would appreciate them? I could got somebody, somebody in mind. Uh, Lalit, maybe. Lalit. Uh, sports power. Oh, here we go. Three free pizzas with garlic bread and a drink donated by Domino's. Alstonville. Oh, they could transfer that to Domino's they could? over the here. Yeah, All right, yeah. that would work for us. And then some sports vouchers. Uh, and Barry Robinson, bless him, twenty dollar Trident fish voucher and one pair of Sony earphones. Oh. <laughs> like, he's obviously got a mixed shop. I wouldn't mind going to the Ramada Inn though. That's where Murph and the Magic Tones played. Probably not the same branch. No, no, no. But anyway, look, get on and have that if you've got a few bucks to spare and you want to help out Alstonville Hockey Club in New South Wales. Get on and do that. We did. We did. I can't wait for that. I, but, 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 just caveat, caveat, please. Don't all send us your raffle tickets because we're not going to sell any for you. It's, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just the odd one here and there. We could, we could do the show live from the Ballina Inn. All right. Unless you've got tickets for sale with some free flights. 
<laughs> that expire in about 12 months' time. Imagine that. Yeah. The reverse stick life from the spa. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been a little bit sick in my mouth. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, episode 160. Thank you for joining us wherever you are in the world, whether you're uh, at the gym or in the car. We're talking hockey wherever you are. You're, you, yeah. You're going to stick with them? Well, are you, are you reckon? Oh. I'm preferring that. <laughs> Tick, raffle, tick. Um, oh, well, we could we could just go straight to this, John. Dear John. All right. What have uh, well, actually? It's a bulging post bag this week. Um, there's so many to choose from, but I'm just going to go to the one that's at the top of the top of my screen here <laughs> oh, now. God. Uh, dear John. Did anybody some, actually send you anything? Yes. <laughs> Dear John, some of the pre-match music selection from the younger members of our team are extremely questionable. What song, or songs, should I select when it comes to my turn on the jukebox, which will A, motivate everybody pre-game, and B, earn the respect of my younger teammates, whilst hopefully educating them at the same time? Yours, Mr. P.A. Tron. P.A. Tron. Coincidence. Oh. <laughs> okay, what, well, do you want my top five? Is that the yeah, sort of well, thing? It's a bit, okay, so um, they need to motivate everybody pre-game and earn the respect of younger teammates. Well, hopefully educating a little. Okay, number one, mm-hmm. in no particular order. Okay. No particular order, just to list five. Um, so, hang on, are you doing a Spotify playlist? <laughs> might be, is that what they do? Huh? You cre- you creating a, a playlist? No, I'm just I'm top five rev up songs. Okay, go on then. Okay, um, who says a funk count? Who says a funk band? Let me start that one again. Who says a funk band can't play rock and roll music by Parliament or Funkadelic? One of the two. I can't remember which one. That's on a Parliament or Funkadelic record, but it's the same band. Oh. Okay, so who said funk band can't play rock and roll music? And and would you? Are these sort of tunes that back in the day you might have popped in the in the cassette on the Walkman, and oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know pop, pop your head? On. I was just thinking walking, you know, walking to the game or no, driving I'd, to I'd the put, game. I'd put the vinyl on in and the car, dance right. <laughs> in my shed. Yeah. I still do dance in my shed. Oh yeah, yeah, on the on the Walkman <laughs> in the stereo. So he was just gestic- he, he was gesticulating wildly then when he was uh, saying dance. Well, you, that's, that's how no, I no, no, don't, please. Stop, stop, <laughs> okay. Stop it. Um, number two, so Things Don't Seem by um, Australian Crawl. Um, things Don't Seem. Seem. Things S-E-M. Don't Seem. Yeah, S-E-M. Australian Crawl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, what else gets me going? I really like... Uh, Black Crows, Remedy. Is that hey little Yeah. Most songs go Um No, we can't I can't sing it properly because there'll be all sorts of copyright issues. That's why I did it in this in the silly voice. It's obviously not not my normal singing voice. Too accurate. Jumping Jack Flash, the get get your yayas out version. 
and um, stones then. Yeah, a bit of stones. Yeah. And uh, well, see, there's so many good ones to choose. I wanted to get the, the wheels really rolling for you. Um, Rose Tattoo, Bad Boy for Love. All right, Rose Tattoo, probably a band not known too well outside of these shores. Oh, the Americans would be aware yeah. of them, I think. But look them all up. Did you write Is that five? Them? That was five. There you go. Do you want to recap them? No, 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 no. If you want to, not being rude. To if me. You, if, if you need a recap, just press rewind. Oh, Two minutes, idea. that's it. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's, that's, yeah, that's it. There you go. Uh, hopefully that's answered your question then, Mr. P.A. Tron uh, from Scotland. Is that it? That's it. Oh. Um, yeah, no, we won't do more than we won't. We've just got to save it. Got to save the content. <laughs> okay, we're going to use it all up. Dear John, you are listening to the Reverse Stick, and that was the Dear John segment of the show. Um, you yeah, know, it, someone else is looking for content at the moment. Who's that? Hockey Australia. Why? They're looking for Father's Day content. Oh, they are looking for some jokes, aren't they? And they've put up. There was a chance a to win. A chance to win a two hundred dollar Asics um, voucher, which would come in handy. That that would get you and me a new pair of um, of shoes. Not both. New of pair. Us. Of, yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. They've got some reasonable deals on their website at the moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> no sponsorship at all. Call us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what shoes would you like to wear, Matt? Well, I, um, I, there's a nice no. pair. There's a nice pair of Osaka that are advertised on the FIH website at uh, the moment. Anyway, I'll leave that. Uh, yeah, so they've got a competition with the winner to be announced uh, on Tuesday, the eighth of September. So there's still a few days. If you want to get on and go to Twitter or Facebook and look up Hockey Australia, and then you'll find the tweets. There's got some Australian players featuring. In some of those tweets, um, can we play that? Yeah, I think we can play that and give credit to Hockey Australia. Just before we do, though, John, I don't know if I, I told you I rang up my uh, local hockey club the other day. I said, is that the local hockey club? And he said, uh, well, it depends where you're calling from. <sighs> okay. Uh, if you have a dad joke... Hang on, do you want, sorry, do you want me to do that want, again? No. Right. They want... They want... Let's go again. I rang up my local local uh, hockey club and uh, said, is that, the, "Is that the local hockey club?" And the guy down the line said, uh, "Well, depends where you're calling from." <laughs> Thanks. Thanks very much. Have a listen to some of these Australian players and their dad jokes, as we said, courtesy of Twitter and Hockey Australia. What do you call an Aussie hanging by your door, Matt? And what do you call two Aussies hanging by your drapes, curtain rod? Did you hear the rumour about butter? Yeah, but I'm not going to spread it. Well, I actually don't tell Dad jokes that often. When I do, he laughs. Oh, Aaron's a loose That's a good one. That's the best one there yeah. from, from the captain. There's some other videos going around as well. What do you call a man with no arms, no legs and no body? Bob. What do you call a man with no arms, no legs, no body and a bucket of water? Bob down? Drown? Bob? Bob. That's Bob. Got to be in a bucket of water. Oh, are they? Bob. Right. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, they won't bob, will they? No. What do you call a man with no arms? I no think legs, this is very disabledist. I don't feel no comfortable body with it. In a washing machine. Um, uh, Bob Hot Point. Bob Simpson. <laughs> See, but you only get Simpson machines in here in Australia. Well, the Australians will be laughing. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. Uh, oh, that, was, that was a good one. Well, you know, we call a man lying in a pile of leaves. Oh. Russell. Oh, very nice. 
I am. Um, I've decided. You know what you call a man with a shovel in his head? Doug. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you call a man without a shovel in his head? Douglas. Yeah. yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Man with a seagull on his head? No. Cliff. Oh, yeah, good. That's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> just talking about cleaning up, I've, I've decided to sell the Dyson. Yeah, I was just collecting dust. Oh. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What else have we got, Matt? Uh, do you want to hear about my uh, miraculous goal, oh, line, yeah. goal line save? Idiots! <laughs> Talking of firing! Okay. <laughs> um, six minutes into the game last week. Yeah. We'd given away our first short corner, much to our chagrin. They had two blokes who could really drag flick. <laughs> my bruise on my on my shin at the moment is still excruciating. That happened by way of uh, an angled drag going somewhere around the inside the goal post, outside the goal um, area, and uh, it went off my shin pad and into the goal. And I, immediately, I've I've turned to the umpire and I went, oh. I mean, it was pretty high for one that's going wide up. You know, you know that's dangerous, isn't it? And the umpire turned around and the other team would go, oh, it was a drag flick, it's all right. And I go, yeah, but it's not all right if it's, if it's going wide, is it? And the umpire's going, oh, well, thank you. Thank you for your honesty um, with that. Oh, you're, God, no. you're, abs- you're absolutely right. 16. Oh, no. So it would have been 8 now. <laughs> would have been 8 now. <laughs> How do you get away with it? It's incredible. Absolutely See, incredible. Um, now, I was hoping, it's happened again, I've picked up an umpiring gig for tomorrow. Yeah. I doing guess. your team, and what yeah. are you doing? Playing ones. Playing on a different side again. Yeah. Incredible. Uncanny. I didn't some know. Some may say. Yeah, well, I, it was pointed out to me that you, I don't think, you, we didn't know, and then someone told me that, that this, oh, Matt's taking this job and you're not playing well, oh. don't worry it's just all happened the chicken the chicken will be blown tomorrow I tell you what yeah. and he's waiting for it he got chicken last week yeah um, but it wasn't a full on chicken it was just he just was giving it just for the sake of it yeah yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he didn't actually do it commit any foul but um, yeah. Rob just decided he and, and he blew he blew it and Tony's looking because we all know it. <laughs> folks if you played with Tony you know why we're, we were 5-0 up it was the last few minutes of the game so he just thought he'd uh did you give him a card for it? No, no. no. He blew the... Tony's, Tony's immediately wheeling around to try and get some sort of clarification on what he's done wrong because he actually has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he swung around at Rob and uh, Rob's just giving the little chicken wing chicken, to him. Yeah, yeah. But remember, it's not a visual podcast. Oh, that's so right. He was waving a chicken wing in. Wa- wa- that's waving, it. There his, waving his chicken wing. and Kind I'll, of the way you do those um, the underarm farts. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. poor old Tony. He wasn't. He he didn't realise that he hadn't done it. Well, you could get a fine for getting a card as well, couldn't you? Oh well, you could definitely, oh, mate. Oh. And it's stiff in our team. You, green is ten bucks. Oh, all right. Well, I could earn myself a bit on the side tomorrow. Well, if I give out six or seven of no. them and look and look for a bit of a percentage back. Well, you won't be getting that. That's, rev- that's, that's revenue raising for your team. Yeah, that's an idea there. No, that's very kind of you. You don't think any umpires would? I'm getting paid for it. Not doing it, not doing it for free. No, we're getting our 50 bucks back off you to go into the fine team. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, there we go. So I'm going to miss out on that. And, uh, that's it for idiots talking umpiring this week for me. Be, you will be. Oh, there'll be plenty, plenty next week. <laughs>
Good. So if you can't ping them again. And there's lots of uh, yeah, lots of blokes who uh, think they know the rules better than I do um, in that side. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if you there are, keep there are on the blokes field. in that side that know the rules better than you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have both Rob and Andy playing tomorrow, <laughs> and they'll, they'll be giving you mouthwater. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 160 of the Reverse Stick. Don't forget to follow us on the socials Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at the Reverse Stick. And remember, at the gym or in the car, we're talking hockey wherever you are. Oh, it's been a pleasure to be with you, folks. Don't listen to his taglines. It makes it sound like an FM radio show. Um, yeah, good luck if you're out there on the field this week. And uh, it's, what, 20 days to go, Matt? Oh, oh, I'm excited! Less than 20 days to the Pro League's back! Oh, um, huh, yeah. No, they don't deserve it this week. What? An extra bit at the end. Don't give it to them. Oh, okay.